You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is for all women to be the best versions of themselves. And if you happen to be a mom, be the best mom ever and maintain your sanity while you do it. Okay, ladies, so today we're talking about something that's very important, especially for new moms, and that is how to pick a good formula, how to know when it's time to supplement, and really just more information about formula. Formula can be something that, unfortunately, you know, it's almost become something scary for women, or we just don't feel secure with it, or, you know, it just is coming at a time when we have so much going on with trying to breastfeed, and so it just, there's a lot of information information out there. Um, But today we're really going to get some good information on this. So again, it's just so important to make sure that we get really good information on this topic. And to do that, we actually have Mallory in and she is an infant feeding tech. Hi, Mallory. Hi. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on today. really Thank you so, so much for being here. Now, you're more than just an infant feeding tech, though. And, mm-hmm. you know, you really do do so much um, to mm-hmm. to help moms and empower moms. And you do all this research on all these different baby formulas. Why do you yeah. do that? Yeah, so it's sort of multifaceted. I am a mom myself, and I had a ton of trouble after my first was born trying to breastfeed and then that didn't work and she was losing weight. And, you know, it's, it's the story of many, many moms. Absolutely. (laughs) It was so hard. And so then, you know, I knew we needed to start formula and I remember it was like 9 PM and I was standing in the formula aisle and I was so overwhelmed, not knowing what to pick. I was, you know, recovering from a C-section and I just started crying and I was like, this is a mess. And I'm like a week in to having a baby and I feel like I'm already failing. And it just, you know, for a long time, I really felt like I want to take this experience that I had and make something good come of it. And so I started counseling women just like in my circle of friends about formula and after doing my own research and um, going back and getting my certification. And then it just grew from there. And I was like, there's really a need for this beyond just my circle of friends. And so I started my Instagram account. And now um, I talked to women about formula and how to pick the right formula and what the research really says about formula and helping right. educate them that formula isn't poison. And, um, it's just sort of all of the nuances. I feel like I'm also a little bit of a counselor, just, you know, helping women work through, um, a lot of guilt and shame and pain and, um, concern that they carry around with them when they switch to formula. So, I do a lot, uh, but all related sort of to infant feeding and how to help moms feel good about feeding, even if they're using formula. I love that because, you know, I love how you're saying that you want moms to feel good about using mm-hmm. a formula and yeah. your your experience of being in the grocery store <laughs> and you know trying yeah. to figure it out I relate to that big mm-hmm. time because you know with my I had to supplement and I thought mm-hmm. you know initially going in you know I was like yeah. oh you know I'm just gonna breastfeed this is gonna be so oh, great I'm gonna mm-hmm. do one year you know mm-hmm. or like breastfeeding or whatever yeah. <laughs> and then you realize how hard it is I had a lot of um issues you know surrounding yeah. my 
first birth, you know, I, I would, after I came home from the hospital and even it started when I was in the hospital, every time I went to nurse, my blood Mm -hmm. pressure would skyrocket because of my labor complications. Mm -hmm. And so, and, but I, it was so weird though, but even after I would tell people that they would still just be like, Mm -hmm. well, you just have to breastfeed. And I'd be like, Mm -hmm. I physically and passing out like I don't think yeah. I can do this so mm-hmm. I had to make the choice myself to be like okay it's time to supplement you know I was able to get some breast milk mm-hmm. but I just had to supplement you know mm-hmm. and um and then eventually they went uh completely to mm-hmm. to formula and I'm yeah. really 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 glad that I did mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I think that's you know your experience is so similar to a lot of people's experience where it feels like the health of the mother is just totally disregarded. Yeah. Um, when we talk about what's best for a baby and Mm -hmm. the reality is that what's best for the baby is a happy, healthy, engaged, alive mom. Yeah. Um, and this idea of like, just push through even, you know, even if it's affecting you physically or mentally with regards to your health, I think is really dangerous. I agree 100%. I mean, it was to the point where I I mean, I felt so horrible. I was shaking, Mm -hmm. I passed out. I mean, it was just awful. And I'm so glad that now we live in times where formula is available. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And there's a lot of science that goes into the formulas, you know? (laughs) Very, absolutely. So much. I really appreciate what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I did check out your website um, where you basically just Mm kind of have your whole process and many resources for moms Mm -hmm. to pick a good formula. And I I really think that it's a big Mm -hmm. need. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, because a lot of people don't talk about using formula because there's Mm. stigma still attached to it. A lot of women feel like no one else is using formula, that it's just them. When in reality, according to the the data from the CDC, by six months, 75% of infants are, have been, you know, given formula in some form or another. So three quarters of the population. And then by a year, that number goes up to 84%. Mm-hmm. And so the great, great, great majority of families are using formula, but there's not a lot of resources and there's not a lot of support out there about it. And so that was really my goal was to, to create a place where women could get high quality information as well as support um, and let them know that they're not alone and that they're also not alone having questions about it. Right, right. And I think a lot of women, you know, if they kind of understood, you know, how much science really does go into these things. And, right. you know, I had to do that research. I wish I knew you like <laughs> when I had my first because I was like, yes. go, I was on CDC website and looking oh, at all these research studies and looking up these big words. I didn't know the meaning to, yeah. but I figured it out because my child's health is the most important to me. I wasn't going yes. to blindly make a choice to like right. breastfeed and risk my child not mm-hmm. getting enough nutrients because I mm-hmm. we do have public knowledge too that if your yeah. baby just isn't being fed enough no matter if it's breast milk oh, or formula yeah. and they're losing weight mm-hmm. how you know I often think you know how yeah. would I feel if I was having so little food that I was losing weight mm-hmm. right it, yeah. that doesn't feel good that's starvation no. and yeah. that's what sometimes mm-hmm. you know people do unintentionally yeah. it absolutely happens you know, mm-hmm. we're just so on the breastfeeding thing, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. so kind of to put some of the moms, like, mm-hmm. uh, fears, fears yeah. at rest, what are some mm-hmm. of the main ingredients in most formulas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, uh, this is a great question because I do think there's sort of this, 
cultural narrative that formula is poison and that, you know, that contributes to some of these health outcomes that we're seeing where babies are malnourished because they're not getting enough um, breast milk, but moms are scared to use formula. And so this is really one of the biggest things that I do sort of in debunking myths is talking about it really in formula. Um, So a few things that you need to know. First, formula is the single most strictly regulated food product that you can buy. Yeah. Um, treated more like a a medicine or a medical product than a food product in terms of how strictly it's regulated, both in terms of ingredients used, safety, packaging, shipment, storage, everything. Um, Generally, you're going to find three macronutrients in all formulas. And this is true no matter if you're using soy or generic or organic or milk-based or anything else. Um, Three macronutrients. So carbs, fat, and protein. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And those macronutrients are at equivalent levels of what you'll find in mature breast milk. Mm-hmm. So you've got those. And then you also have micronutrients, vitamins and minerals. And then you have sort of extras like essential fatty acids, which are also abundant in breast milk, prebiotics, which aid digestion. Some formulas have probiotics. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's really nothing in formula that isn't directly related to a component of breast milk that the formula is essentially imitating. And so... I think a lot of the times parents look at the, the ingredients list and there's a bunch of words they don't recognize and it feels like, oh, it's full of chemicals, but that's because all food is chemicals and breast milk is chemicals. Yeah. You know, just because something has a, a scientific name doesn't mean that it's inherently bad for you. Yep. Formula truly is just, um, you know, the closest iteration that we can make of what's naturally found in breast milk. Yeah, you know, you said a lot of things there that I think are so important. Um, You know, when I was doing this kind of research myself, and then you went on to, you know, get your certification in this Mm -hmm. and like specialize in it. But the common denominator that I found was that most of the ones that I found commercially were Mm -hmm. the base at the base were just milk, like cow's milk, Mm -hmm. you know, with all those things added to them. And so Mm -hmm. then in my head, I was like, okay, let me think about this. So Mm -hmm. if I'm going to, if my child's going to grow up and like have cereal and have Mm -hmm. milk on it, yeah. What's the difference between giving them that <laughs> as a baby? They're going to have that same product yeah. in over mm-hmm. a year anyway. And how yeah. long have people been drinking milk? Now, that is mm-hmm. very ironic um, for me, mm-hmm. especially because I actually don't drink milk. I, oh, really? <laughs> I'm a dairy free person, but still yeah. there's there's credit mm-hmm. to that argument. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I was like, well, you know, even though that's a choice for myself, I don't consume right. dairy products, but my children, mm-hmm. you know, little bits I give them, you know, it's, yeah, it's, sure. it's fine, you know? know um so I said you know they're gonna have it anyway so why am I freaking out about giving them formula when it's basically Mm -hmm. milk with the amazing Mm -hmm. extra nutrients and vitamins and things in it Mm -hmm. um and my babies did very well with it I mean they did yeah that's so good I'm glad yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um okay so now Let's talk on that safety portion because a lot of people yeah. do feel, you know, like you mentioned, like, mm-hmm. oh, there's chemicals in it or, you know, mm-hmm. maybe this manufacturer or whatever. What can you mm-hmm. say to those people? Why are formulas safe? Yeah, so formulas are safe for a couple of reasons. Number one, they are regulated by the FDA and the mm-hmm. FDA is very serious <laughs> about formula yeah. safety. So most formulas go through about 2,000 different safety point checks everything from quality checks to the individual ingredients to testing after everything has been 
manufactured to testing after it's been put in the container to testing after it's been labeled. Um, just really strict testing because the FDA realizes that infants are sort of fragile by nature. Their immune mm -hmm. systems are immature. Mm -hmm. And so they have all those testings in place and they also have a really robust recall alert system. So, mm. um, and that's one of the reasons why I tend to recommend formulas that are based in the US versus importing formulas because of that sort of recall alert system. If you're importing a formula from another country and there's a recall, you might not, you might not know. So they're really, um, I don't view formula as being a very high risk decision at all. Right. The biggest thing that you can do as a mom to reduce that risk is to use like really good food safety guidelines when you're preparing formula. So washing your hands before you touch anything, making sure that you're using a bottle that has been, you know, disinfected and is clean making sure that um, that you're using a clean knife or a clean finger to level the top of the scoop, making right. sure that you're not keeping the formula out too long at room temperature, things like that. That's really, it, honestly, where most of the bacterial contamination concern comes, not necessarily from the formula itself, it's from the handling. Right, and actually, um, a lot of people may not realize, but the, the um, bacterial portion of that is like, even higher with breast milk that you mm -hmm. have to be um, very careful yeah. of it because it actually mm -hmm. has, you know, because it is something coming from mm -hmm. your body. It very quickly right. yeah. um, grows bacteria, you know, so people mm -hmm. will pump and I, I pumped as well. And, but I make mm -hmm. sure that I kind of stored it straight away mm -hmm. and everything. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Wow. That's so guys yeah. look at that. There's so many safety, you know, protocols yeah. in place. And I did, mm -hmm. I had the similar thought to you in that too, because um mm -hmm. I was thinking like, oh, maybe I should get some of these more like, you know, formulas mm -hmm. from, you know, whatever, like not your traditional yeah. formulas. Mm -hmm. And I settled on Gerber Good Start Gentle just because yeah. Gerber, like people don't realize like the bigger an organization mm -hmm. is, the more safety protocols they have to have because it's being dispersed mm -hmm. out to more people. And mm -hmm. um, Gerber had been around, you know, for years, like mm -hmm. I, I probably had Gerber as a baby, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> same. Yeah, so we, we probably all did. And um, generally speaking, I feel like for the most mm -hmm. part, you know, this, the proof is mm -hmm. in the pudding, you know, we are, we're yeah. fine. We're here. I'm cool. Absolutely. Cool. Like, <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I thought that was really good. Um, okay. So now let's talk about, let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. So how important is it for a mom to choose mm -hmm. a fed baby over an exclusively mm -hmm. breastfed baby mm -hmm. if she has a low milk supply. I know that this is something because yeah. I do follow you on your social media, mm -hmm. which I love your Instagram, by the oh, way. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and this is something that you speak a lot about and it kind of uh, mm -hmm. touched on, you know, what I was mentioning earlier about a baby mm -hmm. not, um, you know, having the weight right. gain that they need and hitting those developmental mm -hmm. milestones. Uh, right. So what are your thoughts on that? It's so important, so important. And I will say up front too that, you know, if you're a mom listening and you are worried that you have a low milk supply and breastfeeding is important to you, go get support from a lactation consultant, you know, do weighted feeds and see how much you're actually producing. I know sometimes people feel like they have low supply, but in reality, they might not. So I'm not talking about that sort of situation. I think, you know, we're talking about an actual situation where a baby is not receiving enough um, calories, nutrients, whatever from breast milk. Right. It is so, so crucial that, a, you know, a parent in that situation prioritizes a fed baby. I mean, we cannot sort of 
understate the importance for brain development, for gross motor development, for everything yes. else, for a baby to be getting those nutrients, especially calories and fat. Um, it's just, you know, it's such a crucial developmental time. And if you, if you don't get it right, essentially, you don't get that time back. And That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to do what's what's right for your baby and you've got to do what's best for your baby. And that's a fed baby. I wholeheartedly believe. Absolutely. I mean, you just can't really stress that point enough because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. there's the warning signs that we want to look out for, mm-hmm. you know, if the baby is hungry, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and there's just, there's a couple, there's a lot, but there's yeah. three that always stuck out to me, which mm-hmm. was um, if the baby is wanting to feed breastfeed Mm -hmm. like 30 minutes or less so like you put the baby Mm -hmm. on and then 15 minutes later it's screaming again hungry Mm -hmm. you know less than 30 it should be able to go two hours that's usually about Mm -hmm. the journey and every baby's a little bit different but generally Mm -hmm. speaking so that's always a big sign Mm -hmm. that they're not getting enough so it's almost like okay they're getting like a snack you know when you're kind of like yeah all day it's like (laughs) okay I went in the kitchen I had like you know half a peanut butter jelly Uh sandwich 30 minutes later I'm hungry again you know so you want a full feed (laughs) you want that belly filled up because the fuller that baby's belly is the less they're gonna cry you know you want a meal you want like that buffet you know what I'm saying everybody does absolutely (laughs) so that's that's one and then of course excessive crying um and it gets to the point I can always tell that hungry cry when any baby is when it's unconsolable when Mm -hmm. you know you've done every single thing you can do um they're hungry and it I think yeah. it's hard for a new mom to realize that because they cry mm-hmm. a lot and you don't yeah. know what all those cries mean initially, mm-hmm. but right. um, really, you know, you may say, oh, well, I just mm-hmm. fed them 30 minutes ago yeah, how or, or two hours. Them? They didn't get enough. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that kind of yeah. aha kind of has to go off. Right. And then um, another thing is the constant back and forth head movement. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when they're, you're holding them and they got mm-hmm. their hands up, the hands are in the mouth and yeah. their head is going like back and forth. <laughs> and and yeah. I notice all these and, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of the different um, information online um, mm-hmm. from different women's organizations like Mayo Clinic right. and stuff all say this. Mm-hmm. So um, that is what mm-hmm. I would definitely tell a, a mm-hmm. nursing mom who's thinking, mm-hmm. you know, I want to keep nursing. If you're seeing yeah. these signs, mm-hmm. you know, constantly all the time it's time to supplement you know absolutely it's time and I would add to you know if you're not seeing an appropriate number of wet diapers in a day yeah and you know if your baby has fallen off their weight curve like you know they were holding consistently at 40th percentile and then all of a sudden they're 24th and then all of a sudden they're 12 Mm -hmm. you know that's another really sort of quantitative sign that that you're not you know you're not producing enough or they're not getting enough and again, I, I love the way that you broke that down. And I want to say it again and stress it for the listeners. Let's think about it. We have to think of our baby's bellies the way we think of our belly. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. if, if you are so hungry to the mm-hmm. point that you are losing weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That consistently, is yeah. consistently losing weight. It is starvation. Okay. And what mom wants to starve their baby? Mm -hmm. Like, obviously nobody intentionally wants to do that, Mm -hmm. but I think we, we see these little babies and we, we're not, we just kind of don't realize, you know, they have feelings too, you know, so Uh you may want them to be Mm -hmm. exclusively breastfed, but they're just hungry. Mm -hmm. They're just hungry. They don't. And what they want is a meal. 
That's it's it. not important to them where, where it comes from, not as important as it is to, you know, to some of us for sure. Exactly. So, you know, cause I'm just thinking about this. Okay. If I haven't eaten in three days, I'm like anti McDonald's. Like, like I, I don't, <laughs> I like don't eat McDonald's. That's like, a, like a, almost like a <laughs> sin in my book. After three days, you hand me McDonald's, I'm chopping that. Okay. So <laughs> the baby's got the same rationale. So yeah. just get them something. And the formula yeah. is, it's definitely superior to mom, yeah. to McDonald's food anyway. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, okay. So, um, Oh, so let's talk about, again, with the weight loss, you know, mm-hmm. how serious, according to your research, mm-hmm. because again, you are a specialist yeah. in this, how serious mm-hmm. is it when a baby does lose weight mm-hmm. due to lack of nutrition? Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on on how much weight loss and how sustained it is. So, you know, mm-hmm. you'll see sometimes a baby gets sick and they might lose a couple of ounces, but then the next week they gain it back. Mm-hmm. Um, or you might see, you know, they're teething, they're not eating as much, whatever. You know, those like little blips can be totally normal, can be totally fine. Mm -hmm. When you start to see like sustained downward trend, that's where it really gets concerning. And I'll say too, there's nothing inherently wrong about a baby being at the fifth percentile as long as they're maintaining that. You Mm -hmm. know, there's always going to be babies that are small. There's always going to be babies that are big. If they're maintaining that, that level of growth, you know, they're tracking along that curve, that's okay. What gets concerning is when they're dropping down percentiles because we know their body wanted to be up here. That's what was sort of comfortable for them. And now they're not. And so that's really where it gets concerning and where there needs to be some sort of intervention. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Um, There's, you know, sometimes it's just it's just really hard because, you know, we all want to be a help for each other. And then, you know, but at the same time, like we're all moms, right. We all have this responsibility Mm -hmm. to our own families and our own babies. But um, I sometimes, you know, from just different things that I've seen, I've seen to where Mm -hmm. if the baby isn't getting enough, in addition to Mm -hmm. lots of crying, they also kind of don't have a lot of energy. Like they, Mm -hmm. they cry and then they just kind of lay there. They don't engage in lethargic. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately I have seen that. And then, you know, when it's time to hit some of those milestones, like sitting Mm -hmm. up, it's a little bit challenging for them, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just think that, you know, we just have to just put the baby being fed um, above anything else and realize that, you know, formula isn't anything scary. And just like formula Mm -hmm. has nutrients in it. Sure. Mm -hmm. Breast milk does as well, but thing to keep in mind with breast milk too and this was just again and you'll get to know me Mallory I'm like a very (laughs) a very like (laughs) kind of crazy thinker sometimes I guess you could say but um Mm -hmm. I just thought about it this way too and actually my physician Mm -hmm. helped me to realize because I did bring Mm -hmm. um my breastfeeding issue up to my doctor Mm -hmm. and everything and he was like what you don't realize is you know if you're not eating well Mm -hmm. your breast milk doesn't have any nutrients in it either Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can change the fat content. Absolutely. You know, so he's mm-hmm. like, if if you're, if you're, he's like, so, you know, yes, you want to make sure, you know, if you can do that, great. Yeah. But, you know, just know mm-hmm. that if you're, you know, you yeah. that day or your baby mm-hmm. needs, you know, some mm-hmm. other formula, they're going to get all those yeah. essential mm-hmm. things that they need, that protein, those extra fats, mm-hmm. those um, yeah. minerals, they'll absolutely get it from the formula. So use it to Mm -hmm. supplement. And I did, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, a lot of moms really do do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. So now 
now that we mm-hmm. talked about, you know, some of the nutrient things mm-hmm. and things to look out for so that we're yeah. informed and we know, mm-hmm. you know, hey, now it's time to get some formula going. Yeah. What are the top three formulas mm-hmm. that you recommend? Because you've yeah. done all the research on this. So <laughs> I really want to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So I, you know, I have to give my caveat up front, which is that all formulas by FDA reg- regulation are going to have the same levels of macro and micronutrients. Okay. So not a formula that's necessarily quote healthier than another in terms of the nutrients that it provides. What really makes a difference is that different formulas use different ingredients to provide those nutrients. So for example, you can get protein from cow's milk, or you can get protein from soy protein isolate. Mm -hmm. So both of them are going to have the same amount of protein, but just different sources for the protein. So, um, if I really am looking for a high quality formula, that's really as close in composition to breast milk as possible. There are a few things that I prioritize. One is lactose for the carb source. Mm. Um, lactose is the primary carbohydrate in breast milk. And so, a, a formula that has lactose is going to be closer in composition. Mm-hmm. Um, after that is added whey protein, um, uh, breast milk has more whey than cow's milk. And so you want a formula that has extra whey so that it mimics that protein ratio in breast milk, mm-hmm. um, probiotics, probiotics, DHA and ARA, which are both essential fatty acids, things like that. So in terms of sort of my top three recommendations that meet those criteria, mm-hmm. really loving Bobby formula right now. It's oh. brand new. It's, it's released last month. It's the first new formula brand in the U S in five years. Mm-hmm. And it's run by a team of moms who created it after, you know, not feeling super thrilled with the options that, that they had. Oh, that's a really great standard formula, um, for babies that don't have any sort of, you know, sensitivity to milk. Okay. That, um, I really have been liking Similax organic a two formula. So this is sort of a, a nerd moment, but cow's milk has a type of protein called A1 beta casein protein. Okay. Has a type of protein called A2. And so the A2 protein is smaller, easier to digest. And so Similax formula uses that same A2 protein. So that's a for babies who have milk sensitivity. Um, and then after that, I want to give a shout out to generics. Um, I think- oh. really, uh, a misconception that name brand formulas are going to be inherently better than generic formulas when a lot of the generic formulas are pretty much identical in composition to the name brands. So, you know, if you're using Gerber, Good Start Gentle, which is also what I used for my, for my daughter uh, to that, um, there's a generic called Tender, um, which is pretty similar in composition and is also cost saving. Um, so those are some three, those are three that, you know, that I'll give a shout out to, but generally, um, there's not a lot that I don't like in formula. I tend to advise against corn syrup if possible. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's tough because lactose can be hard to digest for some babies and corn syrup is easier to digest. But since we know that, you know, lactose is what's in breast milk, Mm -hmm. lactose instead of corn syrup, I think that's generally recommended. Yeah, I think that was also one of my things with the Gerber Good Start Gentle was that yeah. it's not loaded to death with. It's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I had that same thought. And, you know, this was before I knew everything that I know now. Mm-hmm. But I remember in that formula aisle, picking it up and, you know, picking up an infant milk can and it, the first ingredient was corn syrup. And I was like, I don't know much about formula, 
excuse me, at that point. But I know that I don't think that's the route I want to go. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, right. Yeah, and I picked up the Gerber and I was like, okay, lactose. It's got a little bit of maltodextrin. Like, okay, I think we can do that. I love it. Oh man, that makes me feel so much better now too, that knowing that you like as a professional, you know, that yeah. that was your formula of choice. Um, yeah, yeah. my kids did really, really good. And I mean, people would mm-hmm. actually ask me like, oh my goodness, your babies look mm-hmm. so healthy. You must yeah. exclusively breastfeed. And I would quickly like, go, no, no it's the this Gerber. is Gerber and like droplets yeah. of breast milk. Like that's what they, yeah. that's what they got. So, yep. so in addition to that, um, I also um, did find out that the national National Institutes of Health mentions that a healthy baby after 10 days old should actually gain an ounce each day. And again, you know, ounces like because, you know, our weight between like a big person and a baby is a little bit different. So, you know, they're they can lose it like, you know, half an ounce or something. It's like not a big deal. Um, like you mentioned, but, you know, you do want to see for the most part that mm-hmm. ounce every day um, in those, those yeah. couple of, after those first 10 days, right. because that's really you, mm-hmm. and you just want them to keep going up. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, you remember, like you mentioned, their right. brain is still developing um, mm-hmm. and everything. So you just want to keep that, keep that going. Right. Um, as I mentioned, um, Mallory's business is called the Formula Mom. And, mm-hmm. you know, she has really gone into to some very in-depth study of the topic of formula and she empowers moms to find good formulas you know how to use them good information feeding tips so much information so what i want to do now is let's take a journey over to her website and um we're going to just kind of share um some things that i loved and, and Mallory's going to just kind of yeah. talk about it too oh, there's but, me. <laughs> yeah bam there you are this is a really cute picture by the way i like Thank your shirt yeah <laughs> um but so when you go to Mallory's website what she does is she has you um <laughs> she has like some information on herself you know her background and everything mm-hmm. but then also one thing that i like that she has is she has this favorites products page Mm -hmm. where she gives you some things on um you know that are like different formulas different baby containers milk storage Mm -hmm. all sorts of things you know gripe water you know all types of things that are just some really good little buys for Mm -hmm. um formula feeding and stuff that you could use for breastfeeding too you know Mm -hmm. truth be told um and then also you have right here on your homepage something that I really liked and I really want you to talk about more, which is the Get Formula Mom's Guide. And it says, join the more than 3,500 parents who have used this list of my favorite formulas to make confident feeding decisions. So what is that? Yes. And I've got my, this was my Gerber baby here. So yeah. So my formula guide is just a list, a curated list of my favorite formulas by type. Mm-hmm. And so it's a list of my favorite standard formulas for babies that don't have any milk sensitivities. And then a list of my favorite sensitive formulas, a list of my favorite formulas for babies with allergies. And it's actually up to, I think, like 5,800 parents have downloaded it now. So, and I get good feedback on it constantly. It's been a great resource for a lot of folks. I really like that. And to get this, all they have to do is go to your website, right? And just right there on the homepage, you just put in your name, your email, and you just download it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And I don't don't spam you with with emails. I think I've sent out one email. (laughs) 
people don't have to worry about that. That is awesome. So definitely, you know, if you are trying to make it a decision on formula, maybe you've just had a baby and are going to um, start introducing some formula, or you may have a baby that's like six months old already. This is still yeah. a great resource, you know, Absolutely. Um, download and share it with your friends. <laughs> I love it. You don't I know where to start. It. Absolutely. I like love free downloads these days. I think they're I awesome. They're so it's good. So good. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> um, now, here's some other things that you have. So there's three other main resources that I want to highlight on Mallory's website, guys. And they are resources that are going to help you figure out formula. Mm -hmm. All those questions that, you know, Mallory and I shared that we had as a mom being in that grocery store aisle, trying to figure out what Mm -hmm. to buy. These three things are going to help you. The first one is called the Formula One-on-One Handbook. The second one is personalized formula recs. And the third is one-on-one feeding consultations. So you can Mm -hmm. actually book a consultation with Mallory. um, If you still want to get like some more knowledge and just kind of maybe something more personal, maybe your your baby has some different needs with formula and everything like that. You can actually have her do a consultation with you, which like I said, Mm -hmm. I wish we knew each other back then. That would have been awesome. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so Mm -hmm. this is really great information guys and then now I wanted to take you over to Mallory's Instagram page and you can follow her on Instagram at the formula mom and mm-hmm. she has some really good re- uh, resources here as well and now something that I love that you do on your Instagram and this is why I really recommend that you guys follow Mallory is that she you know has these ones where she'll do like real talk and she'll like share mm-hmm. you know something that is maybe something you had in your head as to a reason yeah. why you were like afraid of formula. Mm -hmm. Um, She shares all types of, um, you know, things about how people are feeling about formula. Mm -hmm. Um, She really does empower you to feel good about your decisions, not just just to feel good about it, but backed with research, backed with real good information, lots of tips like this one right here, bottle refusal tips, Mm -hmm. you know, introduce a bottle at four to six weeks, ensure a baby is, you know, really hungry, have someone other than mom give the bottle, you know, little things, all these little tips, because sometimes a baby won't take a bottle or they like certain bottles. And so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of um, daily resources. You're like a big, you know, you're, Mm -hmm. you're usually on Instagram, which I, it's just awesome. So, um, you know, so I definitely recommend taking a journey over there. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, talked about when it's time to supplement. Okay. Mm -hmm. We, we talked about some of the signs to look out for. We talked about what is actually in formulas. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we talked about some resources for you that, Mm -hmm. you know, if this is a journey that you're about to start some things that you could do to educate yourself. And then of course, linking up with Mallory. All right, ladies, I really hope that you found this information to be helpful. Thank you so much, Mallory, for giving Absolutely. us all of thanks this today. Me. This has been great. It really has. So, all right, ladies, thanks so much for listening to Work It Mommy. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode.